Hello, this is Alex from the Friends and Flayers podcast. Today I want to talk to you about Anchor. Anchor is legitimately the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need to record, edit, and distribute your podcast all in one place. Best of all, it's free. That's right. You're not going to spend a single gold piece, or if you prefer, a dollar, if you're lame, on Anchor. Um, They even distribute to other platforms like Spotify, iTunes, and Google. You easily make money from your podcast. No minimum listeners required. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, this is your captain speaking, Joel from the Friends and Flares podcast, here with your recap of Dearly Departed Part 3. The party investigates the sheep pen. It's a muddy mess, and there's a lot of mixed up footprints. But Orlando and Aldrin see a large tree that has a large bite taken out of it. The opening in the tree leads directly to a stone tower in the distance. The tower is about 40 feet tall and appears to be a leftover from the goblin rain. The door is missing, but appears to still be holding up. Marhalt enters looking for footprints in the dirt and dust. Gorm and Aldrin follow, while Orlando heads to the fish pond to go get some fish for Terra's trap. The first floor of the tower is empty, with bags sitting on the floor, with a small set of stairs leading up to the next floor. The three of them head up to the next floor. There is rotted out furniture and wrap droppings. Aldrin found a small lockbox and put it in his pack. The third floor looks like the second, with a desk and more rotted furniture. There is an inkwell on the desk that's dried up. Marhalt found two vials of healing potion. The fourth floor is full of bird cages, a desk, and a shelf with cubby holes, labeled in goblinoid. Gorm hears a voice, but can't tell where it's coming from. Meanwhile, Orlando makes it to the pond, sees a black rectangle jutting out three feet above the water in the middle of the pond. The pond is 50 feet wide, and the water is very murky and hard to see through. Orlando notices something off about the pond. He smells salt water. He throws a branch into the pond. It splashes, and as it sinks, bubbles begin to rise as the water settles. A head peeks out of the water. It looks like a fish. Orlando presents the creature with food rations. Humanoid in shape, with purple skin and a brown tunic, and around its neck is a necklace with a rectangular brown rock. It gurgle yells at Orlando, and combat begins. Orlando tries to calm the situation with his Plunitarian Dance of Peace. As he does, two more fish people emerge from the water. Orlando creates a diversion and runs. Thus concludes the recap for Dearly Departed Part 3. Stay tuned for Part 4. Alright, we're back to the um, Aldrin, Gorum, and Marholt. Um, you're all um, in the tower. Um, Gorum heard some voices from below. Um, what y'all doing? What are they saying, Gorum? I can't really hear what they're saying. Sounds like they're coming from below. Where we just came from? Yes. Yes. It, it sounds like it came from uh, the the direction of the farm. From the farm? Mm-hmm. Like if you in the general direction, like down you down on the ground from like the way you guys came in, the door was facing towards the farm. Are there any windows okay. on this floor? Yeah. There are arrow slits um, you're able to see down. I'm going to take a peek. Sure. Roll a perception check for me. Everyone or just uh, Marhalt? Just, just Marhalt, because he's the um, person looking out the window. Gotcha. I rolled a 19. Beautiful. Um, as you stick your head out the window, um, you get to hear 
what they're saying. Um, you see the uh, Plutarian girl that was talking to your friend Orlando. Um, she seems to be commanding two of the um, minstrels that were with her. Um, you hear, they went in the woods. It's the perfect time uh, to ambush them and get the book back. We'll take the tower, and then uh, when they come back from the lake, we'll, we'll attack them in the tower. I quickly and quietly convey this to my compatriots. We are about to be under attack by three musicians. That shouldn't be too hard to handle, right, Reg? <laughs> Do we want to fight them on this floor? Sounds to me like they aren't expecting us to already be here. I agree. Right. I agree with that as well. Set a trap. Let's yeah. do it. What kind of trap are you guys going to set? I'm no gonna idea. Let, I'm going to let the guy who said set a trap <laughs> like, <laughs> take the lead on the that. person that makes the decisions on how to set a trap. <laughs> I don't know how to make traps. So, Aldrin, what do you think? Uh, give me just a second. I can cause a small earthquake if we do that when they get on the second floor. Um, and it knocks them prone. We can then uh, jump down from the third floor to the second floor and attack them while they're prone. Reggie says that sounds like a brilliant idea. That sounds fantastic. Let's try yeah. to keep them alive if we can. Mm-hmm. I'd like to know why they're hunting us. I said something about a book. We don't have a book. I don't have a book. Reggie, do you have a book? No, Reggie doesn't have one either. Yeah, it seems that um, the person that they know in common, Orlando, seems to have a book. Maybe. Possibly. Who knows? No. Perhaps. Perhaps. Saved Orlando. by buffoonery. Perhaps Orlando <laughs> has the book. Well, let's set this trap, shall we? Okay. All right. I'll, uh, I'll wait at the top of the um, ladder. Mm-hmm. Once they come up to the second floor, I'll... Uh, you guys will have a surprise yeah. round, meaning you have an entire round before they react. But um, we'll go ahead and roll. That way um, we have what order everyone does everything. God damn, I am rolling dog shit. Seven for my initiative. Ten. Sixteen. Sixteen. Damn, Tony. Yeah, finally. It's good to be the king. <laughs> <laughs> This is what fame gets you. <laughs> All right. Marholt, it is your turn. I'm guessing you're waiting until uh, Aldrin does yes. his spell. So we'll just assume that Aldrin goes first, and then we'll start at the top of the order there. So I'll roll my... Um, you said a deck save? Yes. The two um, lackeys fall on their ass. The Tessa does not. Good deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tessa, like, almost, like, the start, ground starts rumbling just a little bit. She takes to the air and does, like, a flip. And as the other two fall down, she lands and looks at the ladder as uh, you three um, clamber down. Marholt is your action. Um, so I'm not going to attack anybody that's prone so i will charge at tessa okay and attack 
I'm trying to hit her with the side of my sword, not the sharp edge, so I can just kind of take the wind out of her if possible. Sure. Yeah, in 5th uh, edition... I rolled so a 6. You miss. <laughs> uh, but in 5th uh, edition, uh, when I say uh, you kill them, you can say, nope, I want to um, simply knock them out. So. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah, so you don't, you don't have to make the decision until I say they're dead or whatever. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. With that said, Aldrin, it's your your turn in the surprise round. Okay. Um. Guess I will move up. And. Uh, cast primal savagery. Uh, Sometimes, Sponge, you come up with these names of these spells that I don't. I've never heard of. I don't doubt they exist, but like. They sound badass. Um, so I channel primal magic to cause my teeth and fingernails to sharpen, ready to deliver a corrosive attack. Oh, so that's awesome. That's sexy. And I'm assuming that misses. Yeah. Um, even with your sharper, uh, like you, your nails and stuff grow out and your teeth and fangs, uh, like harden and sharpen. And you look at them, and you realize that you're closer to being a, like a true dragon in this form. And um, it kind of distracts you as you take the swing. Um, and uh, she she dodges at it deathly. Uh, Gorham, it's your turn. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to make my way over to the little woman. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, uh, I'm going to try and hit her with my war hammer. All right. Let's see if I can hit anything, because I've been rolling like dog shit myself. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boom! You do hit. A T1. A 21. Blackjack. Yes. All right. Roll Best roll I've you. had all night. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that, uh, I'm going to. Use this two-handed. Okay. Oh, nine points nice. of damage. Yeah, you um, you slam into her. Um, she she's surprised by getting hit because she's been able to dodge out of your other two compatriots' um, attacks so easily that like she when she gets hit, her eyes go wide and she like sneers at you. And I I'll say that was just me. Don't make me get the little guy out. She she looks puzzled. The little guy, what? <laughs> we all we all look puzzled. <laughs> if, if we were in the middle of battle, I thought you would be coming on to me. What? No, I'm I'm at Reggie. Um, you know what? Just forget it. <laughs> <laughs> we're back at the top of the ho- order with Marholt. Uh, what are, okay, so I guess the other two guys have it. Alright, so I'm yeah, gonna you, you, you try guys, to hit her again. You, you sprung a, a surprise on them, so they haven't really done anything. I rolled a 19 to hit. Yep, you hit her. And 10 points of damage. Jesus. Um, you come at her with your longsword, and um, it slashes a deep wound. Um, she puts her hands up. Oh, where's Orlando? I j- <sighs> this, this can end now. This, happening. this can end now. We don't <sighs> want to kill you. She puts her hands up. The two on the floor follow suit. Um, I don't want any trouble. 
I was just here to collect a book from Orlando. We have a past. We happen to live at the same orphanage. And he left in a abrupt action, and him and his mentor stole a book. I was just going to collect it for my mentor. And why did you need to involve us? I didn't realize I he had you. bodyguards. I heard you talking outside. You said you were going to take care of us, and then when we got back, when he got back from the lake, you would take care of him and collect the book. I knew he wasn't going to give up give up the book lightly. It's very precious to our orphanage. I just wanted mm. to take care of it by pulling a small prank and n- n- nothing to come to the the fisticuffs or battles or anything like that. Uh, real quick, are there floors above that we haven't inspected yet? No, you you guys are on the top floor. Okay, okay. Uh, Reggie whispers in my ear and says, "Insight check." Go ahead and roll your insight check. Oh my god! Gorb goes. No, she's definitely telling the truth. Uh, uh, I like know, to perform. You know, Reggie, I, I trust this <laughs> Go ahead, my life right now. Yeah, oh, no, not much better. <laughs> yeah, Aldrin, Aldrin, you think she's an upstanding uh, lady of her word? So, Marvel, do you want to make it a, a triple on the failures? Yeah, yeah. Let's see <laughs> if we can just triple fail. Yeah, yeah. You think you think? Oh, triple yeah. Six. They're childhood. They're childhood friends. Clearly, she doesn't mean any harm to him. She she just wants a book. That's very. Yeah. Um, Important to the orphanage they lived in. Uh, by this point, though, um, Orlando <laughs> makes. His... Though, I wouldn't know why a orphanage is so concerned about a book. I suggest we all return to the bottom floor and wait for Orlando to return. Uh, by Maybe this point, he can clear this up. Yeah, by this point, Orlando definitely um, has made Comes his way back, back. Panting, he's been running um, <laughs> since he got attacked by fish people. <laughs> I ran all the way home keeping a close eye on them still even though I totally believe everything she said mm-hmm. uh, because you know paladins trust so well yeah but you, you also heard that she was going to ambush you so one of those like right. I can I can understand you're wary it's not a full tr- believing but you, you definitely you can't see the lie um, you come from the opposite direction so um Orlando, your um, you see your friends brandishing their weapons uh, in a man- menacing manner still towards them. You can tell there's a little bit awkward um, awkwardness happening right now in this social interaction. What are we doing? I will approach doing the planetarian dance of peace <laughs> as as done before. <laughs> Dances of peace, <laughs> and I will. Um, Continue to play the song that Tessa and I had played earlier. And I say, Wait there. What is the meaning of this? Are you fighting my friends or are you just taking the piss? I need to know if we're gonna murder you. We grew up together, so I hope it ain't true. Wow, bud. That was a beautiful song. That was. Uh, Tessa turns around and smiles at you. 
<sighs> That's not Orlando, good. it's so nice to see you. I didn't want to have to do this in front of other people, but give me the book. Uh, what book? You know the book. You and do your... I know what book she's talking about? You don't remember any book. Um, your time at, spent at the um, the Whispers Academy is uh, something you try to push off because they treated you. How can I put it? Poorly. They put you through the ringer. I was an outcast. Yeah. I was never meant to be there. And also, like, the training was very intense for somebody your age. They trained people young, but, like, you were, like, the Anakin Skywalker. You were too too old to start the training. Like, you already had, like, pre-notions of the world, and then they kind of, like, try to stamp them out. Yep. Um... You were never uh, long bottom. I want to get real serious, and I say, Tessa, what is the meaning of this? When you fled with your mentor, a book became missing. One plus one equals two, so we know you and your mentor took the book. And you remember in your uh, when you fled the the academy, you never fled with your mentor. Yeah, um, I he, say he retired early. Quotation marks. Yeah. Um. I tell uh, Bayless never left with me. I left alone. She looks puzzled at you. You're clearly no. bad at math, Tessa. Much like the rest of the Plunitarians. <clears throat> she shakes her head. No, no. I want to. I want to look at Marhall and say, "It's cool. I can say that I'm from Plunitaria." <laughs> <laughs> no, you left at the same time. I-, I was told that. By who? Let me guess. Your master. She she looks. She gives you a, a nod. Of course. Wouldn't it be so easy to believe everything that we're told, Tessa? She purses her lips and... Um, Have you stopped to consider why I ran away? Because you stole a very important book that's important to our orphanage. I say, Tessa, you never gave a damn about that orphanage. You didn't care until Artiel told you to. That might be true. But, the fact remains, I'm here to collect the book. Well, I've got terrible news, sister friend. I ain't got the book. I don't believe that. And if, if you have any news on Bayless, I would love to hear that too, because it's been years since he and I have been in communication. I don't believe that either. Of my, uh, I would like to take the contents of my backpack and um, just pour it out on the ground and say, like, this is what I have. There is no book. She walked close to the, the pile of junk. Like, moves some stuff with her foot. Looks at you and goes, Fine. You don't have the book. I'll leave you. Is that fair? An apology would be nice, but, uh, you know, it seems like you're trying to kill these people I know. It was a misunderstanding. Everyone, you can agree it was a misunderstanding? You had the intention to kill us. I had no intention of killing you. I had an intention of collecting the book. Mm. I would would like to minor illusion... Uh, I would like to say, well, what about this? In a minor illusion, Tessa's voice saying, I'm going to kill them if they don't give me that book. Um, okay. Go ahead and roll a deception check. 27. Oh my god. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, your, your, your friends, like, it sounds very convincing. She, she shakes her head. No, 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 no. I'd never said that. That's merely magic. She, she gets uh, very I mean, I would like to charging up with much intent, certainly 
could be confused <laughs> that you'd want to kill us. I never wanted to kill you. I simply wanted to collect the book. I'll be on my way now, boys. And she motions to the um, the two other agents with her. What do you guys do? If I see you again, I will not be merciful. Um, they make it make their way to the tree line, and they, she goes, "Oh, honey, you won't see me." And they uh, take off into uh, a quick run. <laughs> I just imagine Naruto running away. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I say, wait, Tessa, I have questions. We're not enemies. Yeah, she left. Damn it. She gone. You might see Tessa in further episodes of Friends and Flares. Uh, my head, she looks like Tessa Thompson from, um, Thor Ragnarok, Valkyrie. Oh, maybe I will go chase her. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Continuing on, uh, I'm, I just kind of like, damn, sorry about that, dudes. I don't know what that was about. Uh, I mean, I know what that was about, but I don't know you well enough to tell you what that was about, but I'm sorry you had to deal with that. Orlando, you kind of don't know what that's about. <laughs> well, I know that she's, uh, I know her, and I, 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 do I know of the book that she's speaking of? No, no clue. Um, well, then <laughs> I say, guys. Mm. Um, well, I just was, I wasn't sure how much I quite knew of, cause I knew about Arteel and I don't like him. Um, yeah. but again, I don't want to give out too much of my backstory to these clowns. I don't even know yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Orlando, do you speak yes? other languages? Um, you know, that is a phenomenal question and I'm glad that you asked that on a level of, you're just trying to get to know me, right? No. Or is there like There's a certain reason you're asking? strange writing up oh. in the tower that I'd like to see if you could read. Um, sure. um, I know common, elvish, and dwarven, so okay. I'm still not able to read the goblinoid. Uh, but I would like to walk up to it, look at it, and be like, I don't know what this Gorum gets a whisper in his ear from Reggie saying, I think this is the mailroom. I think those, the, what scribbles on the, the things are places. And these are letters from or to those places. Oh. What's that, Reggie? Oh, right, that. You know what? That totally makes sense. Absolutely. Guys, Reggie says he believes this is the mailroom. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to completely like, disregard I'm going to oh. disregard everything that uh, the orc has said so far, and I say, guys, there are fish creatures in that pond, and I don't think they are hostile. I think they need help. <laughs> I really want to know your train of thought there, Zach. On where, uh, um, why they need help. <laughs> I just want to see where. I, f- <laughs> I feel like the big black rock in the middle of the thing, and like the murky, murky water. Unless they're the ones who are making it murky. Okay. Uh, Marhol is going to do a little search to see if there's any access to the roof sure. by chance. Yeah, um, you notice that there's a um, uh, what's the uh, trap door? There we go, uh, in the roof, but there is no ladder or anything going up to it. Gorn, mind yeah. giving me a boost? Absolutely. Thank you. Um, you lift. You get lifted up to the trap door. Um, you start to start pushing on it, and uh, you're unable to budge it. Go ahead and make an athletics check with disadvantage because you're being held up by your uh, cohort. All right. <laughs> yeah, you try to make your push and push and push. 
but like the your unsteady foot doesn't give you much leverage, so basically you're unable to uh, lift up um, the trap door. Um, from what you can tell, maybe there's something on top of the um, trap door impeding your um, ability to open it. It appears there's something blocking or locked. I I I have a question. Sure. Since I've got his foot in my hands, mm-hmm. can I try and sh- shove him <laughs> through the door? I knew that was coming. Yeah, Gorham kind of like you see he sees he's struggling. He goes, "Oh, he needs help," and just like let me give you a hand, buddy, and <laughs> he powerless you, and you push uh, the trap door open. Um, it leads to the roof of the uh, tower. Um, when you get up there, Marholt, um, your sense of smell is just attacked by the scent, the scent of decay. Um, as you get up there, you see a, um, carcass of a lamb or sheep, sorry, um, rotting. It looks like it's been there for a while. Um, but like this, the smell of the rotting flesh is just like overwhelming. Well, guys, I think, um, I found, oh my God, it stinks. Uh, there's a rotting sheep up here, so perhaps this is where the creature once brought them. I don't know if they bring them here anymore. Oh, this is nasty. Do you see anything else up there? I don't know besides, if I could... Besides dead sheep? I, I don't know if I want to look around, but I will try. Yeah, you notice that there looks to be, like, the start of a nest. There's, like... Um, pieces of like twigs and um, branches like starting to make like a, a semi-circle behind you um, from your vision. Um, it does, looks like it's not completed um, in, with your knowledge of uh, bird nest making, which is very vast as paladins <laughs> usually have. Um, it looks like it might have been um, not completed because it was left. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like a, mm-hmm. a task unfinished. All right. So there's a uncompleted nest. Oh, sorry. There's an uncompleted nest up here, but I don't yeah, see anything it, else. Are yeah, there any looks, feather, looks are there any feathers large. or anything? It looks like it might be something like a, a large bird would make. Do I see any feathers or anything like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see some uh, feathers entwined with the branches and stuff. Okay. I'm going to take the feathers um, and drop back down into the hole, through the hole. Well, I found these feathers at an unfinished nest. I don't know if that creature, whatever creature it is, if anybody knows what these feathers belong to, is coming back or not. But it doesn't well, seem to we, be. Why don't we go with the trap idea? I thought that was a phenomenal, amazing, excellent, brilliant idea. Only it a sure girl, is, a but I still it. wanted to check this out first. Fair enough. So, does anyone want to try to? If we can't uh, get fish. How do we set the trap? Um, well, maybe we could use... I'm <laughs> crazy, but I saw three fish people that, you know, we could put them up there in the trap. You <laughs> want to put the trap up there on the roof? Yeah, with the fish people in it. Do you really what? want to fight a griffin on the roof? Um, I want the fish people to fight the griffin on the roof. I don't know if the griffin's coming back. This thing's been abandoned for weeks. Well, how hasn't the... Griffin been attacking the farm for quite a while now. Mm-hmm. That I'm just deer saying, was pretty recent. I'm just suggesting there may be a different nesting spot. 
Well, I'm sure if we put something up in one of its old nesting spots, I'm sure, like, I don't know what Griffin scent, like, scent is or the ability to, like, catch scent, but if we put, you know, something up there for it to eat. Okay. Then let's get some bait. I want to I want to turn to Aldrin and be like, "You're kind of the genius of the group. What what do you think we should do? Figure out what kind of bird this is by looking at its feathers or something." Were there feathers laying around? I must have missed that part. Yeah, he he actually brought some down. Okay, um, let me look at the feathers then. Uh, it indeed is a griffin from the species, like the coloring and everything. You can tell the species is more of a mountainous griffin. Which makes no sense considering you guys are basically in the plains. Um, the mountains of the north would home this, like, be the home of this griffin. Um, so you find it very odd that a mountain griffin would be uh, down the south, this further da- down south. Okay. Oh. I mean, mountain griffins probably would be attracted to fish. Um. About how far away or is fish spear from here? Is it necessarily a cry for help if we can't understand what they're saying? <laughs> how far was the deer from this point? Um, maybe a half a day's travel, so maybe like twelve miles. Mm, which direction? Uh, north. Okay. Yeah, you know that their range isn't that far. It's probably like five or six miles. Um, so it moving south makes you think that something's up. But wait, the tower's south, and it's older than the deer, mm-hmm. so it would have been moving north. The deer Back towards the farm. Yeah, it'd be. Uh, you think it's heading towards the farm, or oh. there is more okay. than one griffin. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we better go back and get some fish. <laughs> okay, um, where is this lake? It Show is us the way, Orlando. Yeah, Orlando knows the way. It's basically a straight line from. Um, the tower. Well, everything's a straight line from the tower. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying well, from, like, it lines up with the, the farm. So it goes farm, tower, lake. Okay. I will begin playing my harp again as I retrace my footsteps. Sure. Back to the murky, murky pond. And while we're walking over, I would like to talk up these fish creatures as though they were at least eight feet tall. With, like, six-foot spears and muscles on muscles on muscles. And they're just vicious, brutal-looking monsters. Well, Orlando, that sounds so horrible. However, did you manage to get away? I am so glad that you asked. Oh. It was a matter of sheer cunning and even more sheer cunning. That makes sense. You do seem to be the cunning sort of person. Thank you, I appreciate that. You make it to the uh, fishing pond. Um, the water looks undisturbed. Um, like I said, there's a, a black rock about three feet wide, about a foot deep. Um, I'm going to say, dudes, check it and rip off a branch again and throw it into the pond. And I say, in about ten seconds, it's going to start to fizzle. Um, yeah. Um, you, uh, I, like don't... To, I, can I, I don't want to jump quite up on that rock, but uh, okay, maybe from like... Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you throw Fool the rock me once, in. shame on you. Fool me twice. These fish monsters are going to eat me for dinner. You throw the rock, the the stick in. Um, nothing happens. Oh no. Um. Well, that's bizarre. 
this is a twist, a turn of events. Last time I threw a branch in here, it just started to f- foam and then disappear. Mm-hmm. Beginning to wonder this about particular your stories. Um, I guess I'll rip off another branch and then throw it uh, from here deeper, closer to the rock. Sure. Splashes, nothing happens. Uh, can I, minor, I would like to minor illusion some fizzing on the water. And I'm like, dude, check it! Um, the, uh, the two spellcasters, Marhol and uh, Aldrin, see you do your arcane, uh, hand motions and whisper your arcane, um, somatic component and, uh, cast the spell. So they kind of get the idea that, yeah, that really, uh, that was just him casting a spell. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna, can I, I'm gonna can do, I'm gonna do a survival check and see if I notice any footprints that aren't his sure. on oh, the floor. God. But that's yeah. such a good idea. Um, you actually don't. Um, <laughs> because, oh, take that back. You see some, um, like muddy footprints on the rock. Uh, he did, the, the one fish creature did charge him. Um, so yeah, you, you see, um, oh, didn't the three of them stand, like, on the coast? Mm-mm. No, they, they were, were all in the water. water. They were all in the water. Oh, God. You yeah, so damn back technicalities. The yeah, you, you, you see, like, a couple muddy footprints on the rock that don't seem to match Orlando's foot. Is is the water still murky brown? Mm-hmm. Um, take off his boots. Go ahead and roll a um, perception check, guys. Twenty-four. Twenty-two. Eleven. <laughs> um, Orlando Ten. and Aldrin, you smell like... Uh, Orlando, you specifically smell more salt water than before. Um, Aldrin, you smell it's brackish, and with your druid knowledge, you know that there's no salt water um, body... Salt, yeah, body of water that should hold salt anywhere near here. Like, there's no salt... I wanna- I would like to say, oh, there's that smell again. As I hop off of this rock. Um, Can I cut some of the water? uh, Neptune, remember? (laughs) Um, I'm not from Planetaria, so I don't don't know that catchphrase. I'm from Planetaria, so I don't know that catchphrase. I would like to scoop up some of the water in my hands and Mm -hmm. hold it up to Marhalt's nose. It's like, do you smell this? Get that out of my face. I'm going to take a small sip of the water. Yeah, it, it is definitely salt water. Okay, spit it out. Yeah. I just want to give Aldrin a look like, what are you... What? <laughs> Please, until you've eaten thrycreen meat, you don't know anything. <laughs> I don't think I want to know anything. You notice, like, small footprints looks like maybe the fish people have, um, take some steps on the land, but not very many. Um, you, you notice that, like, Orlando's, um, claim that there were creatures in the water might be true, but there might not be wa- creatures in the water currently. But you don't see any footprints that leave more than a couple, um, steps away from the, uh, shoreline. Uh, it doesn't look like they like went in the woods or anything. Can I look into the murky water and see if there are any fish? You you looked on the surface. Are you going to plunge your head down? 
Oh, God, that seems like such a bad idea. Uh, you know what? <clears throat> Gorham will put his head in the water. All right. Just because he's bored, and he thinks these creatures play by uh, Harry Potter mermaid rules. Oh, no! <laughs> he's drowning himself! Thank you.